Hey everyone, I hope you're all keeping safe and healthy. As coronavirus is back in our lives, as a doctor, I felt the need to compile the basic information any non-medical would want to know about coronavirus since there's a lot going on with the internet and WhatsApp groups. In case if you're interested, keep on listening. The most common mode of transmission of coronavirus is through droplet infection. Whenever a COVID positive patient coughs, sneezes or talks, he sheds the virus in the form of droplets. This is the reason why doctors keep on telling you to wear masks and double masking is really effective these days. The second most common mode of transmission is fomites. Now when a COVID positive patient touches a surface, he transmits the virus to that surface. If another healthy individual comes and touches the same spot and supposedly rubs his eyes or touches his nose, he has high probability of getting the virus. This is the reason why everybody keeps on telling you to wash your hands repeatedly or sanitize whenever you touch any surface. The third most debatable mode of transmission is airborne. So if a COVID positive patient is in a closed space in a room without adequate ventilation, whenever he coughs or sneezes, he sheds the virus in the droplet form, which is there to stay for at least four to six hours. So that creates a COVID positive environment. If any healthy individual would enter that room, he has high probability of catching the virus. Talking of the main spectrum of the disease, the symptoms can be as follows. It could be fever or body ache, headache, sore throat, loss of taste, loss of smell, and very recently, diarrhea. If you get any of these symptoms, you should suspect COVID unless proven otherwise. Now, the first investigation that you would want to go for is RT-PCR. RT-PCR is based on CT value. Now, what is the CT value? CT value means cycle threshold. It is the number of cycles in which a virus is detected in the sample, the nasopharyngeal swab sample. For example, if the CT value is 32, this means that 32 cycles were required to isolate the virus from the sample. If CT value is 12, that means the virus was detected in only 12 cycles, which means that CT value is inversely proportional to the viral load or the infectivity. Let me put it in simple words that if the CT value is low, that means the viral load is high, the infectivity is more. Another test is a rapid antigen test. This basically gives result within 30 minutes to one hour, but it's not as effective. Trust me. The sensitivity and specificity is really low. There are many other tests like HRCT or um, CRP, D-dimer, IL-6. IL-6 is for cytokine storm. Then D-dimer is to check the tendency of clotting in your blood. HRCT is only to be done if you experience breathing difficulties or your SpO2 oxygen level falls below 94 or if you experience cough, breathing difficulty or 
any of such symptoms now hrct is based on corads and it is classified into mild moderate and severe according to whatever your score is you will be put on steroids most probably but never take steroids at home always take it on a doctor's prescription coming to the management part you need to understand this that if you were exposed to a covid positive patient on day 0 and you develop symptoms on day 8 This does not mean that on day five you were not infective. You were, so please be responsible and quarantine yourself immediately if you come to know any of your contacts have been tested positive. If you are COVID positive, first thing that you need to buy is a pulse oximeter. This is going to tell you two things: the pulse, which is usually raised in COVID positive patients, and the SpO2 or the oxygen level, which should be more than ninety-four. If your saturation falls below 94 that is the time when you need to seek hospital care. The next important thing is proning. Proning has been proven a very effective method in raising oxygen level up to 10% at home without the need of any kind of oxygen cylinders or concentrators. Now what is the right way of proning? Proning means basically lying on your belly. There are five positions. The first important position is lying on your belly with one pillow under your chest, two pillows under your belly area, below your belly area in the pubic area and one pillow under your feet. The idea is basically to provide more space for the lungs to expand. The next position is lying on one of your sides. Lying on one of your sides and leaning forward. If you lean backwards, the pressure is on your vertebral column. This does not give the lungs enough space to expand so you need to lean forward when you lie on your side the next is the next position is reclining position the fourth is again turning on the other side with bending forwards and the last one is back on your belly Now you can practice proning as long as 16 hours but it only should be done as much as you are comfortable. Proning has really proven to be effective in reducing hospital stay and controlling the progression of the disease. So trust me proning is really effective it's if it's done in the initial days. The next thing we come on to is dietary management. Now you need to take high protein diet be it vegetarian non vegetarian pulses meat eggs or protein powder anything that you can get your hands on fats now omega 3 is really important flax seeds could be a good source carbohydrates are again good but you need to take it in le- in limited quantity colorful vegetables and fruits must be taken but try eating them and avoid juices you need to keep your blood sugar level controlled you might have heard uh, this mucormycosis or black fungus thing going on these days in covid positive patient the main reason behind it is increased blood sugar levels see your body basically is already in a low immunity state and every microorganism loves sugar so if you have raised blood sugar levels you tend to attract more diseases more microorganisms 
so in order to avoid that we need to work on our diet as well then you should keep yourself hydrated coconut water or lime juice anything now uh, it is also said that coronavirus basically thrives on dry throat this is the reason why you need to keep on sipping on water also spo2 the oxygen levels are altered if you're in a dehydrated state so always and always keep in mind that you need to stay hydrated talking of the medications the most common one these days is which should be taken in the initial days only it's more effective in the initial days is fevi flu or fevi paravir and this is only prescribed to you by your doctor you cannot take it over the counter the next is paracetamol everybody knows it for fever levocetrazine can be taken to uh, reduce the congestion now steam is also said uh, to be effective but let me tell you it does nothing in reducing your systemic viremia it only and only relieves your congestion if you have congestion in your chest it's just going to liquefy the mucus nothing else then betadine gargles or saline water gargles is really important you need to do it at least 3 to 4 times a day and this is the main thing you need to work on your sore throat then talking of oxygen cylinders and concentrators which is like in too much news these days what is it basically so oxygen cylinders are basically need to be refilled you know they will get empty whereas when you talk of oxygen concentrators what it does is it takes up the oxygen from the environment and filters the nitrogen and provides the oxygen so it is more viable if you can get your hands on it but but you only and only need these two if your saturation drops below 94 and if you do not have bed availability in any of the hospitals of your city you don't need to stock up on these trust me apart from this supplements like zinc vitamin c b complex is really important you may take these then talking of mucormycosis or black fungus the symptoms might be like nasal stuffiness or retrobridal pain and basically the most important first line drug is amphotericin b which is available as liposomal amphotericin b another drug is used which is posiconazole now you need to understand one thing that day 8 to day 12 is really critical you need to really monitor your symptoms in these days if you have high fever persisting fever 103 or 101 fever even after taking medications or you experience cough that is the time when you need to get your blood tests done crp level may be raised if crp level is raised that means there is cytokine storm and you need to be started on steroids if this correlates with hrct a uh, score of almost like 50% lung involvement which is like more than 13 the maximum is 25 so you need to be started on um steroids like i 
prednisolone apart from this tocilizumab is also used if in case your ferritin and crp levels are rapidly rising and it's non remitting kind of a fever now a word about mucormycosis or um, which is commonly called as black fungus seen in covid positive patients these days now the main symptoms could be um, altered smell and nasal stuffiness foul smelling discharges or retro or battle pain the first line treatment of the drug is um amphotericin b which is available as liposomal amphotericin b or posiconazole is also available the second kind of drug now who are more prone to getting mucormycosis anybody with reduced immunity that could be people suffering from cancer diabetogenic patients people on immunosuppressants already so please be careful this covid is not a game and it really exists trust me talking of the vaccine the two main vaccines available in india right now are covishield and covaxin and trust me both of them are equally effective the potency of both of them are nearly equal and getting even one shot of any of these is much better than getting none and this has been clinically proven so please um motivate your friends your family to get vaccinated there are very why mild symptoms like fever or maybe the arm pain and there is nothing like clotting disorders these are all fake news try to avoid that now who should avoid uh, the vaccine pregnant women should not be taking it lactating women or anybody who's got covid in the past one month you should avoid um getting the vaccine because you already have the antibodies but only and only if you have proven you know rt pcr positive test then anybody who's got major lung disorders or um, you know any major kind of surgeries being done in less than like 15 days or a month can delay the vaccination apart from this everybody should be getting vaccinated above 18 years of age and two shots have to be taken the guidelines are still changing but please my only request is maintain social distancing avoid crowded places wear double mask double masking is really important keep on washing your hands and sanitizing avoid touching the outer part of your mask and then you know touching your eyes or touching your nose all i pray is this is the last wave of covid and india is able to fight through it safe and healthy stay safe and stay strong guys wishing everyone a good health